Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 11, Endings and Beginnings. The time is now around 32 AD. For 40 days after Jesus' resurrection, he is seen alive by his followers and a group of more than 500 people. During this time, he explains that he is the Messiah, the fulfillment of the law of Moses and the prophecies made by Israel's prophets. He says when he goes to heaven, God will send his Holy Spirit to immerse and fill his followers. Then, while traveling to Bethany, he blesses those with him and is miraculously taken into heaven. As the followers look into the sky, Jesus leaves. Then two angels appear and say that Jesus will return in the same way that he has left. Episode 2 The Waiting Room The followers return to Jerusalem, worship in the temple, expectant of Jesus' promise and God's Holy Spirit. Now the disciples stay and meet together in a room in the city. There is a meeting of about 120 of them, and Peter says that scripture foretold Judas' part in their work. He quotes King David's prophetic words from the book of Psalms, saying, May another man take his place. So two men who have been with the group from the beginning are nominated. Barsabbas, meaning son of the Sabbath, and Matthias, meaning gift of God. Lots are drawn, and Matthias is chosen. It is now the festival of weeks, and Jerusalem is filled with people for the celebration. On the last day of the celebration, the 50th day, Jesus' followers meet to celebrate Moses receiving God's teachings. But suddenly the house where they are fills with a noise like a strong wind. Then they see what looks like tongues of fire spreading out and touching each person. Each one, 120 people, is filled, immersed with God's Holy Spirit and begins to talk in other languages. When the religious people in the city hear the commotion, they go to see what's happening. They find that Jesus' followers, Galileans, are speaking in different languages, from Egyptian to Libyan. Everyone listening, no matter which country they come from, can hear their own language spoken. Now Peter addresses the crowd. Some say the followers are drunk, but Peter says they are not. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. He explains what the people are witnessing is the fulfillment of words spoken by the prophet Joel. He says it is the end of days, a time when God will pour out his spirit on everyone, sons, daughters, old, young, servants, men and women will proclaim God's message. People will have dreams and visions. God will perform miracles in the sky and on earth. Peter speaks from the book of Psalms and the books of the prophet Samuel and says that Jesus is God's promised Messiah. He says that the people saw Jesus' miracles, but God's plan was that he would be handed over to them. They saw that he was executed by sinful people, but God has raised Jesus from death. King David said the Messiah would be resurrected, and Peter says that now this has happened. Those who hear Peter's words ask what they should do. He says they should turn, repent from their sins and be baptised in the name of Jesus the Messiah. When they do, their sins will be forgiven and they will be filled with God's Holy Spirit. So many believe Peter's words and around 3,000 are baptised. The group of believers continue to meet in the temple, praising God and enjoying people's goodwill. They share their belongings and food so that each one has what they need. 
One afternoon at 3pm, Peter and John visit the temple for prayer and outside they see a lame beggar. Peter tells the man to look at them, which he does, expecting a donation. But Peter says he doesn't have any money, but he will give him what he has. Now he tells the man to stand up in the name of Jesus the Messiah. The man gradually stands, then walks, then jumps, praises God and goes into the temple. Now Peter explains this is the healing power of Jesus the Messiah promised by the prophets. Some priests and temple guards arrest Peter and John and the next day they are tried before the Hebrew council. The councillors are amazed by their boldness and can't refute anything they say. They have seen the healed man, so they tell Peter and John not to teach in Jesus' name. But the two men say they can't do that, so the council gives them a stronger warning and sets them free. You can read these stories in the Bible book of Acts, and you can counter-reference fulfilment of prophecies in the Old Testament. The Bible story is played across time. God's character and people's characters are revealed as the story unfolds. In the Old Testament story, in Babylon, at the Tower of Babel, God divides language, causing confusion. Now, in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit gives language, creating unity. In the Old Testament story, at Mount Sinai, God gives laws to instruct and guide. At the law giving, 3,000 are killed because they worship an idol. But now, in Jerusalem, the Holy Spirit shows people their sin, and 3,000 are baptised filled, immersed with God's Spirit from within. Nothing in the Bible books is without purpose. Jesus is fulfilling prophecies and fulfilling the festivals. The Bible can be viewed as God's ongoing love story. At a Hebrew betrothal and engagement, a bride is chosen by a father for his son. When the marriage proposal is given, an agreement by the bride is shown by accepting a glass of wine. When it is publicly declared, the bride goes through a period of immersion or cleansing. During the betrothal, the groom goes away to prepare her a home. He does not know the time of his return, but must wait until the father states the house is ready. This parallels Jesus, the Messiah, the Saviour, preparing for his people, his bride, their heavenly home. His return is at a time that no one but the father knows. Often a gift is given. In the terms of someone who believes in God, they can receive his spirit. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.